90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Hey, you guys. We're back. Another episode of 90s Now. Adam, Kel, how are you? What's up, Matt? ladies? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Magicalness. Magicalness is what's up. Yep. We can always rely on Adam for some uh, energy. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon the He's pun. our uh, high octane millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Who lived He's... through half of the 90s. Let's, uh, That's true. Let's, you know, so people remember. I was born yeah. in 95. A little more. A little more because you were a 94 baby, right? So like a little more than half. You're right. And so... close to the beginning of 94. So, okay. I've got five years and a few months of okay. the 90s under He's the belt. He's closer to the now part. <laughs> yeah. We're closer to the 90s part. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Sharon, I should mention to you before you kick off that uh, we did get our first visual podcast on online. Yes. And so that was super exciting. Uh, I managed to edit it and not blow anything up. So that was <laughs> that was such a relief for me. So it's online because I, I wanted to mention to uh, our audio listeners, the people who are finding us, you know, on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify and Google, um, that if you do want to see the visual podcast, it is available for you as well to see our lovely faces on screen at youtube.com slash Kelly Alexander show. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. And the visuals uh, behind Kelly are most impressive. Yeah, it's got our <laughs> and names on it. branded on her tube, too. <laughs> <laughs> look at, see, the, there's a little tape, the tape here, and then there's little thunderbolts. Ooh. It's cute. It's cutesy. It's cutesy. <laughs> What's it's like on the show today, Sharon? What's on the show today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, Kelly. You've tied in the thunderbolts. Yep. I think uh, if we're going to continue the fine tuning that you take the uh, exclamation point after happening and turn that into a thunderbolt also. I'll speak to our graphic artist. <laughs> <laughs> speak is- to our people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We've got uh, more new music that have, uh, that's coming out of the COVID experience. So it's good for us. We'll talk about who that is and how fun that'll be. Uh, also, one of the fun bands to come out of our favorite decade is losing its front man. Like on purpose, though, he's he's fine, <laughs> ultimately fine. But uh, by choice, we'll talk about the band that uh, is going to be obviously auditioning uh, new lead singers. Also, we'll continue to tie in some now to our 90s now and let you know who Sire Castrello Raymond is. We've got uh, Kelly's trivia. We've got a 90s rewind to get to also. And uh, Martha Stewart and her old buddy Snoop Dogg are getting baked in the kitchen. No, wait, wait, scratch that. What? Oh, no, they're baking (laughs) in the Uh, kitchen. Slight difference. Probably (laughs) Sharon, to be honest. What's that? Probably a bit of both, to be honest. Well, life (laughs) is about balance, Kel. Yeah. Uh, And we should probably start there, too, because it's fun to start with snacks. So (laughs) they're not doing the baking, uh, but they'll be judging some baking. Snoop and Martha's very tasty Halloween is coming our way. Well, and by our way, I mean, if you have access to uh, the streaming service of Peacock, you'll be able to see it there. Um, It's a series, so that's kind of fun. It means that it's not just one dose of uh, Snoop Dogg and Martha, um, but the series will feature three teams that are going to be a bunch of talented bakers called the Scare Squad. (laughs) I like it. Uh, And they're going to face off. They're going to do like over the top baking stuff, uh, edible sweet treats. And uh, Snoop and Martha are going to judge that. Judge that. What's interesting is their amazing relationship is fantastic because, again, who would have thought that Snoop Dogg would be hanging out with Martha Stewart? It's like the most unlikely of running mates, if you will. And yet it works. Totally works. works. Beautifully. It's like... um, Paula Abdul 
and that um, uh, cartoon cat, Kit Kat. What's the name of that it? cat? Wasn't it Kit Kat? Oh, I think so. MC yeah. Kit Kat. <laughs> Didn't he like any wore a suit too? Not to be confused with Chester Cheetah. Is he the Cheetos guy? <laughs> That's the Cheetos guy. Yeah, I don't eat the Cheetos. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Uh, but like not a lot. Yeah. Meaning not often. Because when yeah. I do eat him, it seems to be that I'm eating a lot. Uh, and then like uh, 10 minutes later, I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. This I like the Cheetos. Good. <laughs> I like the Cheetos. Um, I think when you get it with the, that's like a trail mix thing. Like, yeah. The, then you get a bit of everything. The pretzel. I'm good with that. Isn't it called the, uh, the party mix? Yep. Is that the one? There whoop, we go. Whoop, that's whoop. what we are. The party mix. <laughs> yeah. I'm just down with Cheetos and Ringolos. I'd be fine with that pack. Yes. Yeah. Ringolos, here's a man. here's a thing once my brother because back in the 90s actually ringolos were quite the thing do people still eat them i don't know if they're still around I are they still they're big in the 80s too by the way okay so my that. brother who was like <laughs> we'll say 12 at the time or whatever he uh one day we decided to go to the uh corner store as uh or the dip and as we call it here in quebec um and it was like july it was hotter than than bejesus and like he decided upon his like 12 year old wisdom to get ringolos with chocolate milk. And I said to him at the time, I'm like, I feel this is an unwise decision to eat that with chocolate milk in like 30 degree heat. He did not heed his older sister's warning and like ate all of it. And then how he didn't have um, an episode all afternoon. I don't know (laughs) because he wasn't feeling too spry the rest of the afternoon i thought you were gonna say he loved it so much he still does it today we still Ooh. tease him about that he's like that was a terrible decision i'm like yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like something that you'd snack on after hanging out with snoop and martha i think so also some kind of gummies well there <laughs> there's that and fudgios Ooh, and doritos <laughs> just saying uh hey kel yes how about you line up some trivia and we knock them down? Yeah. All right. Are you ready for this? 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. So still Bing using bong. the fancy cards that I don't want you to see. <laughs> <laughs> they might help just, if we could see them. I just waved them very quickly. And funny enough, um, this particular card here actually has uh, a Janet Jackson question. Oh, shock of all shant, shocks. I shan't ask it. Because you're going to answer it if you do ask. Yeah, maybe. That's probably the problem. So I won't. But maybe maybe next week. Um, all right. So question number one. What is rapper Dr. Dre's real name? Oh, I'm looking for first, middle, and last. Go. Oh, my God. Sharon. Go. Andre. I'm not a doctor. Record producer. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Andre Rison, but I know that he's a football player. Yeah, he's the one that. Uh, Lisa lost left his man's porch the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adam, are you gonna take a took guess? care of business there. Uh, Michael Moneymaker. <laughs> Ooh, triple M, yo. Yeah. That's a good try. Uh, Sharon was closest. Andre Romel Young. Huh. Now, now, why would I, I don't even think I've ever heard his middle name used ever? It's on this card. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Okay, so one time. That's it. And <laughs> Wikipedia, <right>. probably. Exactly. <laughs> um, Daria is a spinoff from which popular animated MTV show? Daria? Yeah. 
what is it about? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you should question ask her. Um, we didn't. I don't think we got MTV, did we? Back in the day? I no. Think we had- uh, yeah, it was a cable cable offering. You had oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I, good to know. I only had uh, much music. That's all I could. Uh, <laughs> Same. And we had a we in Quebec we had music plus, ah oh, we, right. which yeah, uh, yeah. avec uh, Sonia Benezra who was a yes. champ. She was a champion. Yeah, because yeah. back then she would interview people like the, the, whoever was in town would come to music plus, and it was a French it was the French equivalent of much music in Canada. So yeah. we had that mm-hmm. here in um, headquartered in Montreal, um, and she'd interview the artists and. It was great and whatever. And then she turned, you know, she'd sort of acknowledge the person and turn and, and turn to the camera and blast in French exactly what that part of the conversation was incredibly. And then she'd turn back and say, so uh, what do you think <laughs> about the tour that's upcoming? And then they'd answer. And then she turned back to the camera and brrr, like just rapid fire. It was so awesome. The bilingual, She's the queen of uh, translation. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. You know, uh, we amazing. actually have a colleague uh, that we work with, Mike Gautier, who used yeah. to be. Yeah. And it's funny because every I see him often when I work, um, his shift is at the same time as mine. And I often go, it's Mike. Like I get giddy. Like I'm (laughs) He's so nice. We love him. And he waves at me and I'm like, hi, like (laughs) (laughs) you're from TV. (laughs) Yeah, he's cute. I love Uh, how I mean, Sharon just completely avoided the question. Yep. Oh, yeah. So what's the. What's the answer? Well, I don't even remember what no the question idea. was. <laughs> so the question was: Daria is a spinoff from which popular animated MTV show? Beavis and Butthead. Oh, of course, there wasn't that many animated. We should have known that, Adam. Yep. Yep. I should have known. I that. missed Alaska. the. Uh, I failed the family. I'm I sorry. missed the, the the animated word first time around. Oh, did you? Oh, uh, okay. So was Daria a stoner kid too, who wore like a an ACDC <laughs> shirt? I've never watched a full episode of Beavis and Butthead. It's challenging. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> I don't, and I also have never watched a full episode um, of South Park. Ooh, you should! It's super smart. Never done it. Super smart. Okay, like cutting. And smart. also, I'm probably the only person on the planet, and I'm not joking. Or maybe there's like five of us that has Uh-oh. maybe seen, and I'm not joking, seven episodes of The Simpsons. I love also The smart. Simpsons. Yep. I can't do it. It's really clever. You just sort of have to recognize that it's not for kids. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate their efforts. I just, it's not my thing. Was uh, However, if someone wants to watch The Young and the Restless, I can catch you up to speed. (laughs) Was Family Guy (laughs) broadcasted in the 90s or did that happen after? Family Guy. Which Family Guy was uh, 2000s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I love that as well, but wrong decade. (laughs) Yeah. Back to you, Sharon. We'll establish a new (laughs) podcast and then we can reference that. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, on the list of artists that have got new music coming out uh, after the lockdown, we can put Brian Adams' name on that list because he made the most of his time while he was locked up. I mean, locked down. See, locked (laughs) up uh, means that you've gone to jail. But Brian Adams has not gone to jail. He was just locked down like the rest of us. Um, Brian Adams said that the effects of the the time, quote, really brought home the truth that spontaneity can be taken away. He said suddenly all the touring stopped. No one could jump into a car and go. Uh, So his brand new album coming in March is called So Happy It Hurts. (laughs) 
Uh, and he says that it's about freedom, autonomy, spontaneity, and the thrill of the open road. Nice tie in, Brian Adams. He did have a song called Open Road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so happy it hurts. Uh, he went on to say, it touches on many of the ephemeral things in life that are really the secret to happiness. Most importantly, human connection. Ephemeral. You take that into the rest of your day and work it into conversation. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Don't even try. Yeah. Uh, so 12 songs in the album and good news for fans in the UK that uh, he's got 12 shows booked for uh, 2022. So the album's going to come in March and he's got uh, shows booked for mid May through to the end. And then some in July also. Sharon, does he still live? Wasn't he living for a while uh, overseas? Like, is he still yeah. there? I'm not sure if he's still there. I'm, I think that he is though. Okay. Cause like he, in, in, he relocated in, a long in time right? ago in England somewhere. Yep. Like London? Okay. London. Got it. <laughs> By the it's way. It's not called that. It's not called that. So I was talking about um, Adele on my radio program because her uh, new uh, single is about to drop. And she mentioned, because she's on the cover of British Vogue for November. And she mentioned that the type of house that she lives in in Los Angeles She's got three of them. She has two that she bought side by side and then one across the road that she bought for her ex-husband. So all three of these places apparently are to the equivalent of 18,000 square feet. Uh, It all equals up to about $30 million. And she said in, and she's worth uh, reportedly $177 million, Adele. Wow. She said that the type of house that she lives in in Los Angeles, she would not have the funds for to live in London. Like, I guess in London proper, you know? Yeah, right. So somebody did the research and I'm glad the two of you are sitting down. <laughs> uh Oh, the largest penthouse that is equivalent to 18,000 square feet is on the market for $247 million in London, England. US wow. dollars. I'm assuming. Wow. That's a lot. So of she, Cause at first, when I first read the part, I'm like, you're bananas. Like, of course you can afford to live in London. And I guess like for sure she could afford like a condo or whatever, for sure. <laughs> but the size of house that she lives in, in Los Angeles, no in London. Wow. Well, then she, she loves the Spice the right Girls, city. by the way, full circle. She loves Spice Girls. I thought you said she lives with the Spice Girls. I'm like, wow, everybody but lives together. Maybe if they pooled their money, they could buy that $247 million penthouse. Wow. Oh, brother. Uh, Adele was live on Instagram the other day. Yeah, she, uh, she she's unpredictable when she does that stuff. I love like, it. like leaking part of her song. And then she said she was nervous. <laughs> she's like, my phone's already buzzing. I might be in trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think she's-, she's one of the artists that said a few years ago that she had to hand over. I'm pretty sure it's her that said she had to hand over her social media accounts because she was getting in trouble for, I think, drunk tweeting or something to the effect of <laughs> like, I'm not sure if it was entirely drunk tweeting or just like not self-reflection tweeting and just tweeting. <laughs> so, just don't take a minute and think about it. Just do it. Yeah. Just regrets later. Well, I think, you know what? I think fans appreciate that. Oh, that they love her, you know, and, and to think that things would be like uh, constructed or inorganic, let's say mm. I, I'd love to, See her after happy hour. Just jump. Oh, my God. (laughs) She started her interview with British Vogue saying something like, because I think they started the interview on a Monday morning. She's like, normally I'm hung over on Mondays. (laughs) 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 
He's awesome. Oh, good kid. Love Adele. Love Adele. <laughs> love Adele. And I love that she loves the Spice Girls. I love that. Yeah, I love that uh, she is pretty uh, open with who she likes and her influences and that she's really into it. I find she's like, it's almost like she's a student of her craft, right? And similarly, I see that in uh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they know what, it's not just that they know what they like, they know what they like and they know the impact of what they, they like and they they know the importance of it. So I think that's cool. That's why I, I think, think Kelly Clarkson- cool. That's why I think that Kelly Clarkson relates so well. And, and that's why she has a daytime talk show. Yeah. Why she's on The Voice and everybody like everybody loves Kelly Clarkson. Like, how yeah. can you not love her? How can you not love her? Uh, segue into uh, the band that's losing their uh, lead singer. Yeah. Smash Mouth. Did you yeah. know that there was because uh, I think I'd heard a while ago that he's a bit unpredictable, the lead singer. Well, well the whole, I'm not <laughs> laughing. I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's that like awkward laugh of oh my God, this is happening. Laugh. But that that at that recent concert where uh, the veiled threats to the crowd. I wish yeah. I'd known what they were because that's I'm oddly curious that way. <laughs> it's none of my business. But man, I'd love to know. What I'm sure said. that Sharon. Oh, that's true. There's probably a there's probably rogue video. On I that, saw yeah. I, I saw a video on uh, TikTok actually of uh, oh, some yeah? footage of the show. Okay, I don't remember exactly what he said, but there was a lot Neither of does he. cursing <laughs> going on. Well, he didn't look like he remembered or realized anything he was doing, or yeah. And I don't. I honestly don't understand how anybody could l- leave him on stage. Really doing yeah. and saying what he was like what he was doing and saying it looked terrible i've seen a lot of amateur concerts that are total disasters better than what was happening on that stage whoa well then obviously the decision is the right one to make he does have um, uh, some health issues uh, and clearly some substance issues to work on Um, though he did post about his uh, departure by saying ever since I was a kid, I dreamed of being a rock star performing in front of sold out arenas and have been so fortunate to live out that dream. So it's good that he knows that. I I really hope he gets the help that he needs in all regards. Like, cause it's, it's hard to watch uh, someone that you may have admired, like have trouble, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to watch the, the train wrecks, no matter, even you if you didn't like them that much, it's hard to see a human being suffering and, you know, not seeing it for what yeah. it is. Well, how many times did you and I like just talk about my uh, George Michael? Yeah. You know, and like in hindsight now, you know, cause we, you and I obviously, and I think Adam does like, we, we love him, you know? And so, and it was funny. I was looking for something. I was online and up popped a story about him. And I just saw his, like his picture probably from like 2011 and right away, my heart skips a beat and I stop and I have to, anything with George Michael, like I go to it because I still can't believe he's gone. And I still can't believe his, like, I know we still have his voice, but like, like thankfully through recordings, but nothing, nothing new, you know, Mm -hmm. I still can't believe he, you know, he left us in his fifties. Like it's terrible. And it's five years this year, isn't it? Yeah. On Christmas day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then crazy, like I think his sister, it'll be t- either two or three years since she passed also on Christmas Day. Yeah. How did she die? Uh, I think there was some health issues. Like, I don't know if it was, I think there was health issues. I think so she just happened to die on the same she, day as him. 
Yeah. Three, like I'm pretty sure it was three years later. So this might be the second anniversary of her death also. Wow. So. Well, we, we've got the music. It's, yeah. Uh, we can be thankful for that. That's for sure. Um, I've got the information of, uh, on how she passed away. This is a difficult word to say. Um, she died from diabetic ketoacidosis. Oh, okay. Huh. So, which is a complication caused by lack of insulin and sky high blood sugar. So, Whoa. it was a sudden death, according to the internet. Yikes. Yeah. Not yeah. a peaceful one either, I'm sure. No. No. Well, uh, from death, we talk about birth. Yes. Who is Sire Castrello Raymond? Well, clearly the, parental, <laughs> clearly the parental units like uh, like uh, highfalutin names, if you will. <laughs> Funny enough, highfalutin. Flancy uh, McDonald, everyone. I would have gotten that answer on trivia. That's Usher. Yes. Nice. Well, that's his baby anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See? But so, <laughs> so they got some action fast, right? Because he already has a daughter with this with his current partner, Um who was born in September of 2020. And now they have a baby boy also born like tail end of September, 2021. So they will be literally a year apart. So lots of action happening in the Raymond household. <laughs> they call those Irish twins, don't they? Oh, maybe. I think so. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. But her, her name is Sovereign Bo. And this is, this is Sire Castrello. Uh, here's a tough question. Maybe yeah. Kelly, I'll ask you and Adam will check to see what the answer is, just in case Kelly doesn't know. He has two older kids with his yes. first wife. What are their names? And Usher the fifth, I think. Which is the first one? Usher the fifth and Navid. Oh, nice. Yeah, Usher Raymond the fifth. Yeah. Nice. There's Navid nice Ellie yeah. Raymond uh-huh. and Sovereign Bo Raymond. Wow. Uh, well, um, the news came via Instagram, as it should. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with a partial picture of the baby's sweet little face yeah. and uh everybody's happy it seems including the um his ex-wife who's about to release a book or has released a book and has been doing the uh, circuit on interviews about the book yeah. uh which is fine because now uh, usher and his ex-wife tamika foster um the mother of his uh, first two kids uh, they went through a whole bunch of fun stuff. And by fun stuff, I mean bitter divorce stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're now happily co-parenting and, and everything is apparently great, perhaps until this book comes out and all the press that has to go with it and all the stories that are going to be rehashed. Yeah. Uh, like the one where she found him in a compromising position with a stripper. Oh, tell uh, it at the kitchen oh. table at Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> this is the part where you're like, uh, why are we rehashing this? But clearly you need some coin. Uh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and no offense to her. Um, she obviously has great faith in, in the stories that she's told in her book. Um, but Tamika Foster, if you're interested in hearing some of the tales of, uh, her time on this planet, some of which was spent with Usher, uh, and those stories, including stripper things. Uh, she thinks that that's one of the, uh, the funniest stories because she said, I didn't touch a girl. I was mad at him and my anger was directed in the right direction. So perhaps she put her hands on him. Kidney punch. Um, (laughs) so the book is called here. I stand in a pleasant state. Uh, and she thinks that uh, we will be 
pleasantly surprised about how things really went and her position on things because there's some funny stories like i said and that stripper one is certainly one of them funny now probably less than funny in it there was a lot of drama surrounding them because i don't know if you remember but when they were getting married um it actually got delayed by i don't know if it was a year or eight months uh because i don't think his mother was a huge fan of hers (laughs) and so apparently there was some like crazy business going on there because they had a wedding plan somewhere in the Hamptons, I think. And it got canceled like super loud. Like, I think people were already there, like in Ooh. like not at the wedding, but like in the town, in like the Hamptons in the Hamptons. They like, had arrived in the Hamptons. Yeah. So uh, so I, I, I remember that it got pushed back. And then I think it was like a year late. I think that was oh seven. And then oh eight, oh eight. They finally married. And I, I think they were done by 2010. Something yeah, like it that. was a couple of years. Yeah. So at least a book's worth of uh, time. <laughs> yeah. It was also going to get some major pushback, I think, is I'm not sure if you heard this, but Katie Couric, who obviously was a host in the 90s on the Today Show, uh, she's dropping her memoir. And is she dropping it like it's hot? She's yeah. going to get a punch like it's hot because apparently she's upset a bunch of her fellow media colleagues that she has like worked with. So I think this, I'm, I don't know why she had to go there. I love Katie Couric, but I, we'll see what she... It, uh, apparently it's pretty explosive stuff that she comes out with in this book. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Well, these will be people that we know. How about we get into a nineties rewind? Let's, Let's do come. it. And it. That was fun. <laughs> uh, we've got a slice of 1993, you guys. Uh, and the top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, which is specific to, it's more generic. It's not as specific as an R&B chart or a dance chart or an alternative rock chart or whatever. It's uh, in general. And I thought to go to 1993 around this time, uh, the uh, how the charts reflected how much of an impact R&B and hip hop Hip hop. <laughs> That's a new word. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's when you're happy about hip hop. Exactly. R and B and hip hop. They were commanding space on our Walkmans and our um, problematic Discmans. I'm just trying to keep it nineties. <laughs> Discman. Discman. Bad idea. You can't do anything. You can't move it. It has to be stirred. Anyways, I digress. Uh, let's go to Jeanne. Hey, Mr. DJ was grooving Aww. at number 10. How about Tony Braxton? Sorry. How about Tony Braxton? <laughs> at uh, number nine, another sad love song. Man, she was good at that. Whoo. Now, let's see if Kelly can ID the Janet Jackson song that sampled some classic Motown of the Supreme Someday We'll Be Together. Kel? Uh, that's the way love goes or if? We got to pick one. Uh oh. If. Nice. Yeah. If was at number seven. Um, escape. <laughs> well, they were just kicking it, weren't they? That's right. I said it properly. Escape. Uh, yeah. Tag team uh, also told us where to find it. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag corny jokes. Uh, how about SWV's right here? With that human nature sample. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Love that song. And Mariah's uh, Dream Lover was at number one for another week. So uh, for those keeping track, normally we'll give a handful of songs. But I thought for this snippet of top 10 songs, I didn't mention three because they were not uh, hip hop, hip hop or R&B <laughs> at all. Uh, Billy Joel's River of Dreams, which had kind of a gospel tone to it. Yep. Meatloaf's I Do Anything for Love. Oh, boy which had a lot of meatloaf on it and uh, ace of bass all that she wants oh yeah oh 
Oh, yeah. I have to say, and I know Adam wasn't born yet, but like 1993, I think for me is probably I, I like 97 and 98 also, but 93 is probably the best year of music for me for, of the 90s. The golden era of hip hop. Right? Yeah, it was just everything came out that year. Like, like that's like still Andre fun. Romello. Uh... Close. Romel. Romel. <laughs> Romel, or as Adam calls him, moneymaker. <laughs> Andre Romel, moneymaker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's our '90s rewind, by the way. Very good. And uh, just again, before we wrap up for our audio listeners, again, if you'd like to see all the visual shenanigans of this, our visual podcast is on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Kelly Alexander Show, and also. Um, our TikTok is is action. Like we've got action going on on our TikTok account. So uh, you can follow is us that, now. Are we supposed yeah. to talk like that? Our TikTok <laughs> is action. <laughs> Kelly, throw one of those in. Uh, at 90s now FM, I believe, if I'm remembering the name. <laughs> it's, uh, it's action now, but wait till our TikTok is fire. We'd like some followers, by the way. So please do us a favor and give us a follow. <laughs> Find us on the TikTok. I'm shameless. I'm asking for followers. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, the bumpy beginnings of our existence on uh, TikTok should be worth the follow, I would say. I cannot wait, Sharon, for you to post your very first uh, TikTok machine. Let's do it. Maybe we'll have like a, an interview with Shirley. <laughs> Shirley Manson might show up. She just came off tour with uh, Alanis, right? For Garbage? Yes. Yes. Yeah, didn't we talk about that a few weeks ago? I think so, yeah. Alanis has gone blonde. I know I need to shut up, but Alanis went blonde. She looks amazing. <laughs> Good for her. Hashtag, Good for Alanis. I gotta shut up. Yeah. <laughs> done now. Bye, folks. No, you're good. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks, Kelly, for the effort on the uh, lightning bolts. Appreciate that. Adam on the fast fingers and the uh, still yet to be seen white headphones. They're There's gone. Time, They're gone forever. <laughs> Wow. And black is slimming. So that works. <laughs> uh, thank you for finding us wherever it is that you do that. We appreciate it. And if you found us on YouTube, thanks. And thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.